Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of me and George chatting away. We've already <laughs> blabbed a little bit before we hit records and we've already had two calls that went down the drain due to our awful connection. Apparently the yep. postman has already come, so George's dog shouldn't go skits in this episode. However, I know that some <laughs> of you like that happening, so potentially you might. Um, but yeah, so before we actually started recording, after one of the fucked up calls, we were talking about George's morning routine. So George first first initially told us that he actually gets out of bed as the first thing that he does in his day, which is <laughs> it's quite unusual. That's, a, that's quite an unusual way to start the day for George. Um, removing himself from the bed. <laughs> Believe it or not, people sit on their phones. People sit I know, on their phones. Oh, mate, I've never done that in my entire life. I can't, oh. I can't do that. Um, I, I find that so horrible in every shape or form. And apologies to anyone that does that, but I just, I, I cannot fathom just the first thing that I do in my day being sitting in bed on my phone. Um, I mean, for me, like, my phone is is work, so if I get up and start my day in bed on my phone, it just just makes no sense to me. So I I like to get up and shower first. Um, but talk talk us through your your morning routine. So talk us through what happened this morning, and then people people love morning routines, mate. People fucking love them. So so my morning routine is obviously I get out of bed, I run. Well, I don't run to the toilet. I walk, I go to the toilet. Obviously, do the business. That Depends how the stand feels, right? Yeah, you might, depends. Run. you might run if you've got like yeah. issues going on. Too much asparagus. <laughs> yeah, depends. Depends what's going on in on that on that morning. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I get the old scales out. and I'm thinking, please be heavier or please be lighter, depending on the goal. Normally, I might be like, please be heavier, please be heavier. Hop on the scales. Um, what were you? One eighty this morning. Oh, not yet, mate. <laughs> nearly. <laughs> um, and then um, I just go back into my room, shove clothes on, get out of the house, grab my bag. Go for my little six k walk. Six end to seven k, yeah. Yeah, roughly around there. End up at like Asda. I've got like a little route off planned. Okay. Um, end up at Asda. Get my little bits and bobs. As we were saying, we I, I like to shop every day. Um, yeah. People want me to do like a, a bodybuilding food shop on like YouTube and stuff like that for like a week on a budget. But I'm thinking I don't do a food shop every day. I don't. I never run out of food if you know what I mean. Fully, I'm always yeah. just topping up. Yeah. Uh, especially like we said, vegetables and stuff like that, because there's nothing worse than going to get a bit of I don't know asparagus or a having a green bean. Uh, yeah, it's horrible. We don't want that. So I kind of get mine freshly every day, especially with the veg uh, and mainly the meats. So I can't I can't stand getting my beef mince and there's like black bits at the bottom. You oh, know, it's like, no, fuck that. Even even though the colour is originally black, believe it or not, yep. I think but, like that's it's the original colour. Fine when they, it goes black, but. Yeah, but I'm so like, nah, nah, fuck that, fuck that. I actually, so. bought, I actually bought loads of green beans from Sainsbury's the other day because I, I love green beans, so I eat them a lot. And yeah. all of them, every single fucking packet was um, had like a bacteria on it. They were all mouldy, oh. every single pack, and they were all in date. So I looked at them and I just thought, fuck this, and I binned them hard in, in, in the garbage, in the trash can. Mm. And then um, never will I buy green beans from Sainsbury's again. I actually walked to... A store that's further away purely for green beans. I'm not giving them my um, not giving them my business. Oh yeah, I can, and I, I'm a bit like the same. If I have a bad experience with a supermarket with like asparagus or something yeah. like that, I'm I'm off. I don't. Now, which green I beans do, do you much. like, George? Do you like the trimmed ones or do you like the ones with a bit of density to them? Trimmed, hundred percent. Really? Fuck. Trimmed. Fucking hell. I can't. Surprise. I can't have no. I can't have no dense big fuckers. I, I've got to have them trimmed green beans. Oh. Fine. They're called fine trimmed green beans. Oh Lovely. fucking hell, man! I don't like Absolutely. those green beans. I love them. They're, they're, they're Dan, great. Dan, yeah. Dan, Danny bought them the other day when when we were in um, Tesco. I was like, "What? What the fuck are you doing?" She <laughs> said, "These are nice," and I was like, "No, they're not. They're not green beans. They are, they're they're, they're, they're like so chopped nice. little bits of fibrous bean." I don't like biting for a bean. It makes me kind of just something goes off in my brain. <laughs> and cringe a little bit. You know what I mean? It just uh, it makes me cringe a little bit, but. It's George weird, like with a certain type of bean. Oh yeah, with with <laughs> with bananas and that as well. If anyone got that, that's a good joke. Uh, with bananas as well, I can't cut up a banana and just eat it. I, I can have it on top of my oats, but I can't literally bite into banana. You know what I mean? Oh that's, no, fuck that! I mate, for a long time, for a long, 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 long time, like a year, I've I've always been like super regimented with any structure that I adopt in my 
in my nutrition and one of my one of my initial structures was from my first ever coach that I had and the, the on the meal plan it was uh, one one banana and like 60 grams of 60 or 70 grams of um, um, what's the carb the most basic uh, maltodextrin or dextrose oh, yeah. and uh, and uh, whey post-workout so I always ate a banana post-workout and it was always shit as well because like you'd put it in your gym bag and then afterwards it would like if you chucked around the bag it'd be all bruised and you just yeah. shoveled it down the gob I used to quite look forward to it though um, but yeah mate I've got some bananas sitting over there I couldn't think of anything worse than putting one of them in my mouth yeah like, <laughs> I, love, I love chopping it up now I, I chop it up on the oats, and yep. especially if it's still a bit ripe. Then I'll I'll put I'll put it in the microwave for a little bit with the banana on top. So it gives the banana softens it up just a tad, just mm-hmm. a little bit, just enough to to make it go down the esophagus that little bit better. I always spend about like two or three minutes looking at what bananas. I can't buy any banana that's got green on it, like oh. green little stalks or whatever like that. I have to buy them freshly, like, done and ready to eat. Like, you know what I mean? I can't have... If it's still, like, hard when you kind of put it in your mouth, the textures and the store, it's all off. Oh, yeah. No, we don't all like off. anything hard going nah, in. Nah, 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 nah. The texture's just... It needs to have a ter- bit of squidginess to it. Oh, yeah. Texture's <laughs> awful. Yeah, it's just not for me. Not for me. Yeah, I, but, I um... always prefer it soggy over hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what the fuck is going on here? But... No, we're talking about bananas. Bananas. <laughs> but um, yeah, my morning's pretty much like that. Come home and then I'll shower, then I'll eat, and then I'll start replying to clients and WhatsApp. Where's, where's and the meditation? Like where's the apple cider vinegar? Where's the um, oh. praying? Where's like, <laughs> what are you doing, man? None of that. That's just I listen to my music. That's my meditation when yeah, I go. Yeah, see, this, is, this is the thing, right? I don't, I don't think that you need to do any of the the whole holistic approach to a morning routine unless you feel like it gives you benefit. Um, Absolutely. I, I've tried to fit that mold. I've tried. Me and Callum were actually talking about it when I was up at um, here's at Frontline, and we were talking about morning routines. And he's, we've both tried the whole get up at five a.m. Like meditate, then do your work, and all that jazz. I found the best ever morning routine that that I liked the, the most was getting up early and and actually cracking on with work straight away. Um, yeah. Like I I do I do love the morning walk, but with the amount of work that I sometimes have to do in a day, I sometimes go on that walk already with a bit of anxiety that I know that I've got a lot to do. So I prefer to get some of it done and then go yeah. for a walk. Um, like today I, I got up first thing I'd, I'd get on with work and then, uh, on a Thursday, which is the rest day, I usually fast for a bit longer. Um, and then I go and get my hair cut and yeah. then I do a podcast with you, eat again, yeah. um, and then crack on with like Thursdays for me is my rest day and like my programming day and my setup day. So if I have any new clients, I set them up on a Thursday if I have any programming to like new programs to write, I write them on a Thursday. Um, Definitely. So uh, I said that on my story last week. It's like rest days for me have been a lot easier recently just because I've made myself a little bit more busy on those days. Just applied similar structure to the, the training day, um, but with, without the training bit. And training yeah. five days a week is working a lot better for me than six. Are you training six or five days a week at the moment? Five. Yeah. I train five. I'm yeah. still doing my three days on one day off. Um, yeah. Although I, I, I dread rest days, but I do obviously my programming. I do a lot of my. I try and keep a lot of my check-ins and stuff like that on a on a rest day if I can. Um, and I'll do some little bits like go get a sunbed on a rest day. Yeah, some yeah. little little bits like that just to talk, kind of. Because there's nothing worse than just thinking about right. When's my next meal? Uh, tra- I'm not training today. What am I going to do instead? Yep. Always, you need to keep this very busy on a rest day. And for me, um, I I do like little bits and bobs that I need to do as well as work. And yep. just, yeah, I, I try and keep myself busy because like yeah. I said, nothing worse than sitting there just thinking, oh, meal in two hours and 20 minutes and 45 yeah, seconds. Don't like that at all. You don't, it's, it's a terrible relationship, I think. How was, how was Nathan's show then? Because you did that last weekend. Um, yeah, mate, it was, he was on first. He was obviously with the uh, first timers. Okay. Um, it was a, this the South South England Classic was the first time it was ever like ran. I've, yep. I've never heard of it. Before. It wasn't the UK FBA. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Um, 
And yeah, Nathan, I think there's five in his category. Um, mm. A lot, a lot of them were older than him. Um, a lot of them were just, I'll be honest, were just bigger than him. Um, yeah, sure. But there were some people that there was a geezer that was a lot bigger than him, but couldn't pose for shit. At, he was like the most wonky. He was like all over the place like this. Tam was all over the place. Um, and Nath just beat them, beat the people through condition. Um, yep. He looked great. Right, he, he looked absolutely great. Um, but he came across. He came up with people who are a lot older than yeah, him. Yeah, sure. Was, uh, and again, these these people had a lot of years on him and a lot of more maturity and just generally bigger than him. But yeah, he he, he did well. He did. Yeah, good man. But he did better than what he thought he was going to do anyway. So that was. Yeah. He looked good. fantastic on the videos. I saw. Just needs more muscle. The weird thing about Nathan, right, is like he's so fucking strong, so fucking strong. Like especially on pulls, like pulling is just ridiculous. But doesn't doesn't show in his back yet. I don't think. Like it doesn't like his back doesn't look that thick or dense. Like he's he's he's. I've said to him he needs to work on. He's uh, more. He, he he has. He don't get me wrong. He's strong and stuff like that. He has his back is there is tissue there. Yeah, but of course. I, I'm not I, saying I think, he doesn't have yeah, any yeah, tissues. Yeah, of course. Just, it's, it's, it just, just doesn't look like the back that you'd think it would look if you compared it directly to the strength that he has. Absolutely. Like he's, um, he, like he's, he's way stronger than me <laughs> on yeah, balls. Yeah. Um, um, but he, he just needs to work on a little bit more detail. It's, it's great doing deadlifts, pulling 250 and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to, let's say, doing... Uh, dumbbell rows or I don't know any upper back kind of fitness he just needs to work on that a little bit more for me more but that time. takes time more yeah time. he'll get there exactly exactly um, but I'm excited to go back training with him and stuff like that uh, I think I think I'm going to train push with him tomorrow he's, he's quite a good pusher as well like he'll, he'll, put, he'll press like the um, 50 kilos for numerous amounts of reps he's a lot stronger than what I am that's for fantastic. sure that's uh, fantastic. so I'm just Try and keep up with him, you know what I mean? And I like that. I like people. I like training people stronger than me. Yeah. Because it, it, it pushes oh, me. Tell oh, me about I, it. I, I'm thinking, fuck, I'm going to try and. Although I keep a mind kind of like standing, you know what I mean? I don't try and think, right, because he's doing that, I'm going to try and do the same weight. But it motivates the fuck out of me to, I need to get stronger, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I just um, love trying to keep up. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, if I can, if when I, when I train with someone that I know is stronger than me, I always work in like correlative terms. So I'm like, Am I this close? Should I be this close? And things like that. Yeah. The most demoralizing yeah. thing at the moment is like on high rep shit. Like, because I train with Danny quite a lot on legs. Yeah. High rep leg extensions, high rep leg curls. She's actually very, very close to me. Like yeah. we were doing, we were doing a superset of like uh, high percent, high extensions, leg extensions, and I was doing like goblet squats as well. Like there's a big giant set at the end. Yeah, yeah. She was like breezing through it. And then I looked at the loading that we had on the leg extension. It was like five kilos difference, and we were doing the same reps. And I was like, "Fuck! <laughs> like, I need to yeah. work on higher reps because my threshold for doing like anything above twelve reps is poor. And mm -hmm. like, I, I just seem to fatigue so fast within the higher rep ranges. Um, yeah. Low rep ranges, I can, I can like, I can pull really well. I can push really well. Lower rep ranges, but anything towards yeah. the end of a session, which is more metabolite based, like pump focused." Danny can just like go and go and go and I I die after like 12. Um, but that is quite correlative with muscle fiber type and the fact that girls do have predominantly more type 2 than, yeah. than males. And they can, and their general ability to push through high rep ranges is usually usually pretty damn decent. So, mm -hmm. But it's yeah. a bit demoralizing a little bit when she's also like way fucking lighter Absolutely. than me. But it is, it is right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, I, I, are you, tra are you training with anyone else at the moment, or are you just training mostly on your own? Mostly on my own, mate, at the moment. Okay. And although it's great, I, I love going through periods where I just, you know, when you train with someone for so off, so often, you kind of think, oh, I, I'd rather train on my own here because I can spend doing this for as I long know. as I want and all that. But after a while, when you train for with yourself for so long, you actually think, fuck me, I actually want to train with someone now. Um, I agree. I'm always like that. Okay. And I'm I'm at a stage now where I, I want to train with people because my mo that keeps me kind of motivated, mixing up. And I want to. I've been going like, like on the weekends. I go to different gyms and just to freshen things up as well. But I would love to do that with people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, apart. Sure. Um, and I'll be doing that with Nathan for sure in the future. Just the last couple of weeks of prep and stuff like that, we haven't been able to do that because he's not been training. Obviously, a hundred percent. 
um, and all that kind of stuff. But now he's gone into off season. Um, it should be should be good. I should be travelling to a lot more gyms and doing a lot more good stuff. You need to but come overall, up to Black Country Barbell. Yeah, I, I've I've been seeing I've been seeing your um, Instagram and stuff BBC. like that. It looks very good. Well, it's not actually yeah. BBC. It's BC. <laughs> is that from you then it's a 25 minute drive in the vehicle oh it's not too bad then yeah um, like i said in the last episode i think i said in the last one i, I kind of like the drive i like driving somewhere i don't like walking and yeah. the atmosphere at black country is just fantastic the kit's really cool um, yeah one of the things i i i think about it is the fact that there is choice and there is good equipment and there's a lot of sort of different barbells and machines, etc., and attachments, but there's not too much. There's not like, yeah. you, you don't walk in there and you're like, fuck, what do I do? Mm. Which is in other gyms like Strength Asylum, Ultimate, and uh, even like World's Gym and things like that. I walk in and I'm like, fuck, like, how do I program these sessions? Bit confused, yeah. bit overwhelmed by the amount of kit. At the end of the, end of the day, I love basic programming. I love squatting. I love deadlifting. I love doing basic rows, things like that. Yeah. Just keeping things static. And I haven't had that for a, a long, long time. So I'm really excited to sort of, I pay for a membership there. Um, I'm going to train there pretty much every session when I'm in this area, when I'm not in Sheffield. So my two gyms will probably be Black Country when I'm down here and then Iron Athlete when I'm up in Sheffield. Um, and then I'll just use Ultimate as it's literally a five-minute walk down the road. I'll use that for cardio on rest days. Um, so yeah, yeah, some, sure. got some cardio to do later today, um, yeah. which I'll box I'll do off. It. Yeah, it's my rest day as well. I'm, I'm keeping oh, on resting my... on today. So yeah, it's my rest day. Well. It's, nice. just, it's full. So I, I, I'm going to do a little... I'm just doing... At the moment, on my rest days, I'm just doing um, 20 minutes on the bike, just between 120, 150 beats per minute. Sure. Just something just to... Just, you know, I, I feel like... I don't want to take out cardio altogether, but I, yep. I don't know. I just start doing a little bit just for health benefits mainly more than anything else. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm doing it for the same, to be honest. I, and I want to get better at the high rep ranges. Like I don't want to feel gassed in my sessions. Um, yeah. I mean, at the moment, this is my last week in a, I'm not really in as much of a deficit now. I brought my calories up. So my calories are now around about 2,700 as opposed to where they were like two, three, two, two. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'm still. To be fair, when when I'm kicking over nicely, when I'm when I'm sort of below 170 pounds, um, my ability to sort of lose and drop on higher calories is is better because I'm just more sensitive to everything. So any yeah. sort of small minor change, and my body still sucks up food really well. So I'm I've still actually dropped this week on that intake, but I felt I felt like. The, any sort of hunger that I had that's dissipated um, quite mm. significantly and also tra training performance has been really really good recovery has been really really good especially considering how many manipulations of sessions I've had like I've trained in different gyms different bits of kit Oscar yeah. um, up at frontline because uh, Callum hurt his back so he wasn't able to train that back and hamstring day but me and Oscar did, did one of like because um, JP coaches Oscar who I train with yeah, yeah. and uh, we did some like really, really torturous back and hamstring session with loads of movements I've never done before. And I was it. And obviously, then after that, I was in the car for like a couple of hours. Um, I just made, in, in those moments, like an advice to the listener is that in the moments where you have variables like that, like you're traveling more, you're having sessions that are potentially things you haven't programmed before, in that moment, you have to be on the fucking money with your nutrition. Like, mm. you can't miss a beat. So I could have quite easily left that session and said, oh, it's all right, I'll eat when I get home. Um, and left my post-workout meal for like an hour and a half in the car. Um, mm. But instead, I walked like 15 minutes up the road from Frontline to Kettlebell Kitchen. I said, can you do me weighing out this much rice and this much chicken and this much veg? And they weighed it all out for me and I ate it and then I went home. Like, if I hadn't done that, I'd have probably yeah. un been under-recovered and fucked. Um, yeah. So it's just a case of trying to stay on top of things as much as you can. And you only realize the difference that the the minor variables like nutrient timing, things like that make. You only realize they, how fucked you'll feel when you miss a meal. Um, when you Absolutely. miss time something, get behind on stuff. 
it's um it's just as bad being in a small deficit as it is missing a meal. Like if you miss your post workout meal and shift it back by two three hours, you're going to be under recovered. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it's been it's been a, a cool week for me this week. Um, I did feel a bit. I did feel a bit messed up last week. I don't know whether you've caught on anything, but a lot of people have been ill recently. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt a bit meh towards the end of last week. Um, like just sinusy in my head just felt clammy. You know, when you like get, like yeah. you do one set in the gym and then your head just feels locked up. That's what I had last week. And it's mm. shit. Sucks dick. Um, yeah. So th- that, that was a bit annoying. And then came into this week feeling fine. Um this weekend, I'm going down to Brighton slash London with Danny. We're spending a night in London. So that'll be cool. Um, I'm going to take Saturday and Sunday off training completely just to enjoy the weekend um, and also just give joints, tendons, ligaments a little bit of a rest because I haven't really had that in a while. And Friday on the way down, so tomorrow actually, we're going to train legs at um, Muscleworks in Orpington. So the gym that... Luke Sandow was yeah. that in the JP video yeah. with all the Arsenal awesome strength stuff. Me and Nathan think we're heading up there next weekend because um, we want to yeah. try I the. I know what it's like. Yeah, we want to try the Arsenal strength hack Yeah, yeah. We, Mate, we so whatever try. I get on it, Nathan's got to beat it, or you got to beat yeah. it. <laughs> I, I, I'll try. I'll try. Yes. Nate, I've, Nate, Nate's very strong, so yeah, he'll not be able to do it, but me, I'll try. <laughs> but, I'm thinking um, yeah. of doing a full body session there, to be honest. It looks unreal. I watched that uh, J- oh, Luke Sando's video on JP site, and I was like, "Wow, what, a, what a, uh, what a place!" I never knew about it, and I was like, "Wow, yeah. what a place!" It's the only gym to get all the um, Arsenal strength, strength kit in. It's actually the first gym me and Danny ever trained at when she came down for the first time. But they didn't have any of the Arsenal strength stuff there when we trained there. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, they have a really nice pre-core hack, uh, um, like uh, machine squat, though. It's more of a V squat. Mm. Um, we, posted, we've got one at our gym sorry I've got yeah. one at my local gym it's nice to do it the wrong way round um, mm. and do it as like a front squat I quite like yeah. that um, yeah. so you're off today what you got tomorrow in terms of training a uh, push session mate push yeah. um, I really need to that's one thing uh, my, my chest I'm very front delt dominant I don't know why very like my, my delts my arms are, are quite not, I wouldn't say bigger than what my chest, but my chest is is a lot far Lags behind. behind so, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I, re- I really need to prioritise. I implemented the barbell back, uh, the barbell bench press. Um, reset that. Love no barbell back squat. I implement that. Low bar. Uh, last <laughs> session. Yeah, low bar. Down to the uh, abdominal area. <laughs> uh, Just carrying uh, it on the lumbar. <laughs> yeah. Press it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, and uh, I reset that. Woke up next day with hideous chest arms. Um, nice. So the, the goal is just to progress that again. Because like, that's something I used to do, but I used to get injured all the time from just doing it over a period of time. So we're trying to be smart with it and try and progress that. And just, yeah, I need to prioritize my chest a lot more. So I'm going to try and see if I can train with Nath tomorrow um, just to get a bit more motivation. Um, and just help. I need Sometimes I need a spot with pushing as well. Because, oh, same. Oh, yeah, same. Oh, Especially with I, uh, high incline pressing, I can't get the first rep up. Yeah, yeah, that, it take it takes away as well. Like it does you take bang it, you bang them up like this, and like fuck, like and then that first yeah, rep you're yeah. gone. Like with the forties, I have to get. I bumped. Ah, uh, that this was the only annoying thing about my last push session. I bumped them back, and I communicated with the spotter. I said beforehand, I was like, big hit on the first. Bumped them back. It was like. No hit, mate. Mm. Like, just, I was just sat yeah. here with the fucking 40s. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, elbows. And then he was like, yeah. ooh, shit. <laughs> so I'd just done like a five-second isometric hole with the 40 kilo dumbbells <laughs> before pressing. And I still matched my numbers. Um, yeah. How do you like to... What What do you do? Because you do a, an incline dumbbell press usually. Then do you go on to... Yeah. Uh, isn't it like a seated Smith machine shoulder press? Yeah, so I... My... If I have obviously with my one of my I have three different rotations to push. So um, yeah, if it's a if it's a low incline at the moment because I'm suffering for a little bit of bicep tendonitis just in that's in my really between. funny. I have the exact same thing in this. Just like, yeah, just in here. It gets to the stage, mate, where I I wash myself in the shower, brush my teeth, yeah. and my bicep tendon is killing. Like I'm feeling like fuck, that actually really hurts. Yeah, yeah, um, same. 
It's like a really even, digging... Even just brushing my teeth, yeah. Yeah, it's like really a digging, digging annoying pain. pain. Yeah. yeah, brushing my teeth, washing myself in the shower. I, I, I get fatigued. My left side gets fatigued just yeah, by doing... Yeah, it's fucking annoying, just, right? So I, I've been keeping away from like really doing like high incline kind of movements, which aggravate that. So I find that just a slight low like incline, I don't feel it at all, especially mm. in my bicep tendon. I but just any feel it that- whenever I go beyond... Like I just feel it when I get really good depth on a press. Yep, any- and when... If I'm like that, my elbows are fly, like flared out like that. That's I can't do that. Yeah. I have tucked in a lot, yeah. a lot more, just to give it a little bit of protection. Um, and then I typically move into like um, at the moment it's a hammer strength shoulder press variation. If I'm doing a low behind incline behind the neck. Um, no, it's just like the ones where you kind of I've done it in a few. Are you video. sitting? Are you sitting backwards like that? Yeah. Your handles are here. That's a behind yeah. the neck press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You it could is. say it is. Look at the machine. Okay. I don't it'll say, I don't it'll know. say behind the neck hammer strength press. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So you'll be working a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, you're still, you're still working a lot of anterior delt with that, but you'll be bringing in more potentially a little bit of rears into that movement, just because of the angle, like your press, the the press ends here. It's like almost a bit behind you. Mm. It comes forwards here. And then you're pressing almost a little bit, well, you're pressing away and backwards away from yourself. So if you think about where that's contracting, you can already feel that in, your, in more of your rear delt than your front. Like if you think about it comparison to something like this, where you press in a forward line, you're pressing yeah. in, a, in sort of a backwards motion. It's a great movement yeah. though. Like it's a, I love them. Um, Kevin yeah. Marone was one of the biggest advocates of doing a behind the neck press. Um, yeah. I don't like doing a behind the neck press with a barbell. It's no, very no, dangerous. No, 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 no. Um, but it's great for mobility no. if you can do it. If you can get a barbell mm. or, a, or a preset barbell behind your head, you've got really good mobility in that range. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But besides that, mate, like good week in general? But yeah, mate. All in all, uh, cool. pretty pretty good week. Quite happy. You? Everything yes. good? Yes. Good. I'm mate. good. Deadlifts went well yesterday. Um, obviously got a cool weekend to look forward to this weekend's. UKDFBA yeah. was was good. Got anything planned for the weekend? Yeah, I've got London, mate. I just told you, Melon. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. But I was saying, what have you got planned in like London? That's what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh yeah, shit. Okay. Um, so we'll go out. We'll go out for food Saturday night somewhere nice, probably like steak or sushi. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't booked anywhere for that yet because it's really hard to book in London because um, yeah. everything everything gets booked up super fast. So we'll just take up it. We'll find something Saturday night. Um, we'll explore, go probably Borough Market, Covent Garden, yeah, and yeah. I kind of thing. Go for, get some good steps in, be tourists, yeah. take some selfies with the Chinese people. Um, yeah. Oh, they all love that shit. They love all that. Yeah, they take like yeah. shit selfies as well, like in front of a tree yeah. in a random park. Yeah. Um, they take them around <laughs> fucking Birmingham as well. There's like this like weird bridge near the mailbox, and you always see them going like. Bridge. It's, like a, it's a fucking bridge. There's nothing yeah. special about this bridge. Um, but <laughs> fuck me. But yeah, um, so we'll do that. And then uh, Saturday, no, Sunday morning after we stay the night, I've booked the uh, duck and waffle in uh, the shard. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that would be good for breakfast. It's like super early though. Like usually I'm not eating my first meal until like sometimes like 10, 11 a.m. Um, yeah. I booked it for like, I think, half past seven so my my, my my stomach's gonna be like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah um but yeah that, that, looks, that looks that looks fantastic um as long as it's nice weather the weather's shit today so hopefully it'll be nice but yeah. <clears throat> that's the plans for the weekend uh we may end up training on saturday it depends what we do to be fair um we may end up going to like muscle works or something like that in in uh like bethnal green okay that's yeah, fairly yeah. central but uh, probably not. We want to aim to be tourists. We yeah. might also do something like random, like go to the science museum or something like that if we fancy it. I, f- I kind of like shit like that. Um, yeah. I kind of like being a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, try and make the most of it until, you, until you're 30, you know, when you can't do I that shit. I think when you're people. 30 or late 30s, potentially, you might have a kid and then you get to go to the science museum yeah. anyway. So. But it's never the same. <laughs> it's not I the same. I think it might be better. I think it might be better going going with your little one. 
Mm, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows yet? Don't know. <laughs> Who fucking knows? But, um, Let's get some of these questions then, boyo. Yeah, go for I've it. I've got one. No, I'm joking. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine questions. Let's go for the first one. Six, nine, ten. Jeez, you got more than me. Hey! Savage, you got more followers and less questions. Um, Okay, so the first one from Joe Jansen. Views on cold showers, they beneficial? Me, uh. I've done it in the past and I just think, what's the fucking point in this? Why I put myself through this? Oh, yeah, great. It might wake me up, but I can just have a hot shower. That'll wake me up. If I have it really hot, that'll wake me up, I'm sure. Yeah, burn you. Yeah, exactly. So, I've actually, um, me and Jack yeah. Thorburn started having them. Well, actually, I started having them literally after I did my, after I did the Worlds. I, yeah. I had them and I, that start with music thing. Um, yeah. And it made me feel pretty good. Um, for like all of five minutes and then I realised I was still stay, stay shredded and I felt fucking awful again. Um, exactly. So yeah, no, <laughs> cold showers, I think they're nice. They do wake you up a lot. Like they wake you up a fuckload, especially if you use like tea tree, um, tea tree original gel as well. Like you'll be burning. And <laughs> <laughs> you'll be burning. Like, you yeah. won't be able to get warm again. Um, yeah. You'll be so freezing that your balls fall off. Like fantastic start to the day. Um, but yeah, I think they build, they build a good amount of, uh, what I found is they build a good amount of mental fortitude at the start of the day, because you look at the shower when it's running freezing, you know, you know that stepping in it is going to fucking hurt. And then you're like, yeah. Ah, fuck, yeah. and you step in yeah, and you're, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're clenching everything and then you start to relax as your body accumulates to the temperature. So, um, yeah, I kind of like them, but I'm not doing them at the moment. And I don't see myself doing them again because I, I, I used to dread wedding, waking up. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and Thorburn were doing them throughout the winter when it was snowing. And I, yeah. <laughs> Thorburn messaged me one morning. He was like, mate, I swear I've got like hypothermia, so I cannot get warm. I just had the coldest shower ever and he just can't, he can't get warm again. Um, so, yeah, I wouldn't recommend them. Like, And I found that actually, like, uh, I just felt, I felt, I started to feel really bad off of them. So, um, yeah, my, my skin was red and things like that because I think I was actually scolding oh, really? myself. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Because it was so, it's like so cold. And then I was so cold for all of the morning that, like, I, I don't think my don't think my body was sort of uh, appreciating that too much. Mm. So, yeah, uh, Joe, maybe, like, try one now and again if you fancy just uh, making, you, making yourself feel immediately freezing. But other than that, don't bother. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd just feel hot. Um, from Neil Moore, he goes, reasons why you started training? Um, well, the reason why I started going to the gym was motorsport related. I wanted to get better at being uh, fit in the cart when I was racing carts. And yeah. outside of that, then then when I looked into like aesthetics, that I think it was more so like, I wanted to just look good like in a tight t-shirt. Um, I used to wear this like to every house party. I used to wear this Fred Perry polo, and it was one yeah. of those like skin fit ones. So it was like light cre, like it was it would stretch. Um, yeah, yeah. And I remember like the first time I like I think it was like um, a small or an extra small. And uh, the first time like, I, I was like ballooning out of that, I was like, "Fuck, I'm like the biggest thing ever here." <laughs> so um, it was probably to like fill out clothing and just to look more aesthetic. Um, maybe. Maybe to attract more females a little bit, but I gen- I genuinely from the start of training I genuinely enjoyed training. So yeah, it was a bit of both. What about you? Um, I started because of WWE uh, wrestling. I used to watch it, and I I remember seeing it was like Batista. He did like a he goes on the old turnbuckle, whatever you want to call it thing, and did like a most muscular. Um, and I was like really impressed by like oh, that, me. and I see Brock Lesnar walk down with his traps. Like I was like, wow, like who's these geese? I just wanted to be like that. Yeah. And I was so obsessed with like the weight. They were like six foot, three hundred and twelve pounds. I was like, wow. Yeah. Um, and I just started training, and I used to go to gym on the Saturdays, just the weekends when I was at school, train arms, and then that was it. And then I uh, just got into things, and then took it more serious. And then so yeah, I'm here now, pretty much how I started. Did any of your like? Did any of your friends take the piss out of you when you started training? 
not really, to no. be fair, mate. They only took, they only started taking piss when I took it more serious, if anything. And I was like, well, they're not Most my mates, really. Instagram and stuff. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. like, why are you posting this deep little emotional kind of quote? And I just, they're not my friends anymore. So yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that kind of just sums that bit up. Cool. Um, but yeah, nice. that's how I started training. I've got like three questions on bloody GDAs. So last night I got asked the question, um, do you think GDAs are beneficial? And on my story I said yes, as long as they're used right. So yeah. I'll use this period of time to determine what I feel is using them right. Um, so in a surplus, I like to add them in at certain phases um, purely to keep blood glucose levels in a in a reasonable range and utilize the carbohydrates that we're eating a little bit more effectively. So essentially some of the main... Um, some of the main uh, ingredients in glucose disposal agents will help with the uptake of carbohydrates. They'll help to be utilized more efficiently and essentially just pushing them where we want them, which is intramuscular. Okay, so that's going to yeah. help with utilizing them correctly, using them as fuel for sessions, um, and etc. etc. It's also going to help from a from a point of view potentially in a deficit. There are some ingredients that can help with lipolysis, which can help with fat burning. So potentially you could see the usage of them in a deficit at certain meals, um, which I'll talk to you now. So in a surplus, I'd only recommend using them with your meals that are outside of training that, that are included inclusive of carbs. So if you have, for example, a meal plan or a, or a structure in your day where there are carbs in most meals, uh, which some people roll with, some people feel good off of that, which is fair enough. Um, I think that it's something that I'm going to play about with as my food comes up. I'm going to play about with whether I want to stick to a strict nutrient timing approach. So just carbs sort of pre, intra, post and post post. Or whether yeah. I want to sort of situate more in like more spread across the day. But obviously making the pre, intra and post a little bit bigger than the rest. So mm -hmm. I like I like sort of playing about with that. And if I was to do that, so if I was to have carbs, let's say in meal one. Uh, and then pre-workout, and then intra, and then blah de blah I'd probably have a GDA with meal one. I'd probably have a GDA yeah. there because I want to utilize the carbs effectively. I haven't trained, and I haven't therefore created the demand for the carbohydrates necessarily. So using a, a GDA in that window also to keep blood glucose manageable and also not to feel super sleepy or, or redundant or tired after eating that meal, I think a GDA would help in that window. So maybe meal one, if you're not training immediately, well, actually, if you are training immediately after meal one, I'd probably still have one because I would feature a GDA in the off-season with your pre-workout meal. Again, yeah. this will help um, the uptake of that food, help it be utilized for the session. The one place that I see people using GDAs a lot, which I don't tend to agree with, is post-workout. Um, I think you are creating an environment already through your training and upregulation of mTOR, etc., um, in which we can uptake carbohydrates perfectly fine without the use of the GDA in post the post workout window. Um, however, yeah. as as blood glucose starts to rise after that meal, um, so after the post workout meal, blood glucose will rise. Usually, you'll be eating again in anywhere between one and two hours. I believe that in the second post workout meal. We've already had a nice dosage of carbohydrates, bringing blood glucose down to a level where we can accept more carbohydrates coming in, in that post-post-workout meal, so the second post-workout meal. Yeah. Um, you could use a GDA there. So that's how I currently set up mine. I will use them in pre-workout meal, and then my secondary post-workout meal, and that's it. Um, my secondary post-workout meal is usually pre-bed as well. Yeah. Um, George, you got any questions on that at all? So... My, for someone who hasn't used them like myself, I've, I've never really like invested into them. Is there that crazy additional benefit that you find from taking it or is it just hmm. one of those things which you've seen a lot of people take on the internet and stuff like that and sure. they're obviously quite advertised a lot yes. through like companies and stuff like that that say yeah. this is going to do this, this is going to do that. Do you think yeah. they actually provide the benefit um that you expect that you wanted to see because from my point of view i feel like I, I i'm not taking any of that at the moment because i feel like i don't need to and i feel like if something isn't working like if i'm not 
able to digest carbohydrates or utilize carbohydrates, I may consider taking something like that. Yeah. But for me, when I'm, I find that I'm utilizing carbohydrates quite well, yeah. my pre-workout's giving me a pretty good um, increase in, obviously, blood sugar levels, and I'm performing quite well just doing that. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to do that at the moment. So yeah. do you think they actually are necessary... Well, do you think you get the actual additional benefit is what I'm trying to say sure. from just taking it? Or I think, well, blood glucose for a first for the first thing is, is a real thing. Like, yeah, if, of course. If, at the end of the day, if, you, if, you're, if you're in a sensible body fat range, you're weight training on a consistent basis, you probably won't see blood glucose readings that are anything to worry about. All right? And this is what the general argument amongst most is. They're saying that because we weight train and because we're at decent levels of body fat, we don't need GDAs. I, I think that's quite a blanket statement because the, jet, the, the, the benefits are there. Like if, if you want a percentage benefit to potentially putting yourself in a slightly more optimal environment to utilize food, I'd, yeah. person, I'd personally be taking that benefit. Um, yeah, I think, again, where people go wrong is, is, is a little bit, you know, like yourself, in the phase that you're in right now, mate, you're still pretty lean. Your ability to uptake carbohydrates is there. You're not necessarily pounding food at the moment. Your food's high, but it's not necessarily stupid high. Um, mm -hmm. There is no huge demand for you to use them. Um, and the real, the real thing is, like, when you start to introduce them, will you feel a significant change or benefit to anything that you do? Uh, not necessarily. I mean, people have sometimes commented on um, increased vascularity, which is through increased pump and increased uptake of the carbohydrates. So will you feel some benefit? Yeah, you might. Like you might you might feel an increased pump in your training session. You might feel like you might feel like you're just sucking up food a little bit better. You know, that's no sounds really bro, but you might feel like that. Um, yeah. The real biofeedback comes in the form of taking blood glucose readings. So a lot of the people that check, take the GDAs have never taken a reading for blood glucose in their entire life. Um, mm. the, the reason, the way in which you can tell whether a, a GDA is doing its job is essentially by measuring your blood glucose because that's what it's meant to do. That's why Definitely. some people say, you know, you, you'll see like Thorburn say, this is a really good GDA. And Th Thorburn knows that because he's quite religious with his, taking his blood glucose. Um, yeah. he, he will take it fasted. He will take it, take it postprandial. Um, and that's, that's postprandial is after meals. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the way in which you can tell whether it's doing its job or not. So for example, let's say I was to, um, let's say I was to do, 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 eat my post-workout meal. Let's say an hour, one hour later, I was to take a blood glucose reading. I would take that reading. Okay, cool. Look to that reading. Let's say in that moment, that reading was maybe a little bit too high for what I'd fancy it being. So ideally, you know, you'd like to see it come back down to baseline within a couple of hours. Um, so baseline being anywhere between like four, the very, very low end. Um, some people have wacky readings when they're really, really low, really, really lean that might be sub four. Um, mm -hmm. um, and then, then after that, sorry, that range being four to anywhere between like 5.5 being sort of in the higher range. Um, if it's come back into that zone, then you're, you're probably, you're probably already without a GDA you're in a fine spot. Yeah. Let's say you took a GDA then, like you took a GDA right then and there. Then 20, 30 minutes later, you took your blood glucose again. If your blood glucose has dropped more, like, or dropped significantly, then that's the effect that not only the, the time, the small time window, but more so the GDA is having. So mm -hmm. if it dropped down from like six, 6.0 to like yeah. 5.2 with just the usage of the GDA, that's the effect the GDA is having. It's potentially okay. getting you back into a better range to absorb carbohydrates. So for you, George, I wouldn't bother right now. Um, yeah. And for anyone that feels like everything's going swimmingly, I wouldn't bother necessarily right now. Um, but in the future, you could bother, and then you could also take blood glucose, and you could benefit yeah, from that. Um, but meanwhile, there are so many other things externally that affect blood glucose that aren't just your body fat and GDAs, etc. Stress massively, yeah. massively influences your blood glucose. Sleep massively influences your blood glucose. 
training volume, training intensity, where you're at in a mesocycle, uh, where you're at from a diet fatigue perspective, like everything externally and obviously internally as well affects blood glucose. Um, So you can't just sort of think, oh, okay, I have high blood glucose, I need a GDA. You might need Mm -hmm. better sleep. You might need to lower your stress. You might need to go and shag a bird. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I had to put in something that George would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) So you might have to get your nut in the game. But yeah, that's that's my opinions on GDAs. In terms of products that I do recommend, uh, being very open and honest, the only ones that I would recommend, actually, okay, I have four. So Core Load, um, which is obviously met from A-List, Glycomax from Strom Sports Nutrition, um, RPG from Redcon, and Matador from Product AD. Those are four yeah. that I have all used um, and would recommend. So that's hopefully that one answered. That was quite long though. Um, yeah. But yeah, hopefully that one's answered. I'll put that in the. I'll put that as one of the biggest things in the title because yeah, so guys just. Fucking don't get too obsessed with GDAs. Like they're not gonna turn you into bloody Ronnie Coleman or Sean Roden. They're just yeah. like and they're a tool that we can use, but they're not anything special. And I think um, this is all influenced by people like like yourself, like Jack Forburn. Yeah. A lot of people follow and are intrigued with oh what you're God, doing. Oh my God, GDA. <laughs> and thinking just because you're doing that, that means and they're gonna get. No, just because you're doing it, I think they, they need to do it. You know what I mean? And that's not always not the, the case. case. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, case. yeah, it's, 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 it's how it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, do you want to take got, one more your end? Yeah, I've got one more. Um, uh, one minute, one minute. Um, okay, I'll go for this one. Off off with the uh, off the variables you you try to control, which ones do you find more difficult? Uh, what the fuck? I swear I got this question from... Someone when well, me yeah. and Callum were doing a Q and A, does he just copy and paste the question into every no. single thing? So that variables that we struggle to control. Yeah, which ones um, do you find difficult? Ooh, I could re- I could be really fucking cocky and just say I struggle to control no variables because I'm a boss. <laughs> but the reality is, uh, I think sleep probably for me, mate, because my my wants and my requirement to like work and like sometimes travel to shows and things like that and like I love work I love working like I love doing things like this with you I love um I love editing the UKDFBA videos I love replying to emails and applications and I love putting my time into it and like last night some I was going through um an application and the guy responded at like 11 o'clock saying that he was ready to go um and that he wanted to get everything set up so i got you know i got everything not all of his things obviously but i got all his payment links ready um i got all of his like welcome packs etc ready um all last night which really i shouldn't have done i should have definitely done that this morning but yeah it's sometimes a case of like i just get carried away with work and i basically what i need in the future is I turn the second turn the second room here, the spare room, into a bit of an office environment, so that when I'm done with work, I can shut the door and be done with it. Because I, I I'm struggling a little bit when I'm in an environment on my own. Um, I'm struggling a little bit to sort of shut off and go to bed. Like I'm finding my bedtime mm-hmm. creep up later and later. Um, I bet you're seeing me in, in the group chat that we have on Instagram. I bet you're seeing me like pop up in there later and later and later and later. Um, so, you know, that's, that's me at the moment is just sleep. But to be fair, if I go to bed late, I just wake up later. Um, that really is what I do. So I, I always without fail get eight hours. So if I go to bed at 12 midnight, I'm up at eight. Simple. Yeah. Okay. Um, What about you, mate? I think, uh, I have no issue. I don't, I can control sleep quite well. Like I'm in a... I think over time you kind of get yourself in a routine with sleep, and yeah. it just becomes when you become busier. I think you'll um, run into the same issue because you'll have YouTube definitely... to do. You'll have like over forty coaching clients. Like you'll be over forty in no time, man. So you'll um, you'll and you'll be like running GeorgeOsbornCoaching.com. Like yeah. ev- like everything will be so busy, man, that you'll just you'll you'll be so preoccupied. But just keep your routine. I I think my biggest one at the moment is stress because. 
I'm taking on like this week. I've took I, I took on three clients this week. Fantastic. And managing like although it's great getting clients in, yes, 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 love it. It's it's uh, you don't understand like oh, oh, well, you understand. You, yeah, I try and time management and stuff like that is very much a lot harder when you get game more clients. So you, you need to manage your time very well. And yeah. my struggle at the moment is, oh, yes, I'm taking all these clients, which is great. But am I managing my time trying to gain more, obviously, gaining those clients, obviously, doing check-ins and stuff like that, trying to gain more clients, doing my YouTube. My time management has come a bit... A bit down the, I, I bit struggle. Down the, down the yeah. shit. I, and, I think, and I think at the moment that takes time like i need to kind of get used to having for example 15 clients for a couple of weeks instead of taking on an additional five clients yeah and then you know what i'm saying like yeah of course put myself under a lot of pressure Uh so yeah yeah that's kind of how that's kind of how i do things at the moment stress time management is is bad it's bad you'll get better at it not bad but it'll it'll improve for sure yeah i think you'll get better at it over time mate a structure to your day will come as you get more used to being a coach than just being at uni. Um, but uni will have taught you a lot of structure, will have taught you how to tick boxes. And obviously bodybuilding teaches you structure. So Absolutely. I think remembering the fact that you are probably ahead of a lot of people in terms of just da- daily structure and daily routine. Like a lot of people just wake up when they fancy, go to bed when they fancy and have no routine whatsoever. So mm. you're ahead of a lot of people in a lot of ways. So um, Yeah, for sure, mate. For sure. On. But yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there if, if that's okay. Yeah, with of you. course, mate. You got anything yeah, to leave course, on? Course. Um, just make sure everyone that watches get your fucking nut in the game, sort it out, and stop sitting there, you know, just pissing about in the gym and chatting to your mates about the weekends or texting your missus or talking about how <laughs> good looking that girl was you saw that Saturday night and fucking actually train and stop being a little pussy boy and leaving four <laughs> reps in reserve. So I'll just leave it on that. <laughs> I'm so sorry to any listeners that do follow a full reps in reserve program. We we still love you. Um, just please stop doing yep. that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. We we will um, we will leave this here again. Thank you very much for listening. Please share this on all social medias. Please tag us. Please take screen, screenshots of us and just share us across the entire interweb. Uh, we really appreciate the support on these. We really enjoy recording them. We have a laugh, we have fun, and yeah. uh, we'll keep them coming every week as long as we can do. Um, yes. They are they are the most popular podcast so far in terms of consistency. So yes. yeah, I'm loving it. All right, guys, um, we'll speak yes, to you next sure. week. If there's anything you particularly want us to cover, again, just use the Q&As that we pop on Instagram or just comment below. And uh, yeah, we'll chat soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, thank you. Peace.